The following message is from a divine liturgy or another worship service at Transfiguration Greek Orthodox Church of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We welcome and encourage you to join us in person as we gather for worship of the Holy Trinity. For more information, please find us online at transfigurationgoc.org. And now, today's message. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 <clears throat> Good morning. In the epistle reading which we've heard from the epistle of St. Paul to the Romans, St. Paul wrote, Brethren, we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, to edify him, for Christ did not please himself. But as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached thee fell on me. We are called by St. Paul in this epistle reading today to bear with the failings of those who are weak. What do we understand that to mean? This bearing with. If we're not careful to our American ear, that can mean just sort of putting up with. Right? Being patient. Being understanding when everybody around you is irritating or Bearing with, in the sense that we just sort of grin and bear it, right? But this is not what the apostle was teaching. He was not teaching us to grin and bear it, to simply smile and wave and put up with whatever it is that's going on around us. The difference is striking when we understand it. We are called to bear with people in the sense that we are to help them bear their burdens. We are to help them carry that which perhaps in their weakness is too heavy for them alone. We are to bear with the failings of the weak. You see, he said the weak there, the weak. Not that we are to put up with the failings of those who are irritating, but to bear with the failings of the weak, not to please ourselves. We are, in other words, to be keepers of the law. St. Paul was well trained in the Jewish law, and he understood what it meant. The law, when Jesus was asked to summarize the greatest commandment, he quoted a passage from Deuteronomy and said that the greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. But the second one, Jesus said, is just like it. You're to love your neighbor as yourself. And if we properly understand what that means, it means that at times we are to bear, to help our neighbors bear that which in their weakness is too much for them. 
This righteousness is a kind of righteousness that St. Paul understood, a righteousness rooted in love. In Proverbs it says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the hearts. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable, therefore, than sacrifice. To do righteousness. Well, what is that righteousness again? That which we just heard. To love the Lord with all our heart, our soul, and our mind, and our neighbor as ourselves. In that sense, we are to bear with the failings of the weak. Bear with the failings of the weak. St. Paul wrote this to Christians, early first century Christians, who already understood what it was to have to put up with each other. We understand that too, because all of you are looking at me and going, oh, Father Peter, in all his weirdness, we put up with, right? C.S. Lewis, in his book, The Screwtape Letters, talked about how the demons would tempt Christians to look at other Christians and notice all their failings. The little things, the weird way that one combs his hair, the strange way that woman's shoes squeak when she walks, all the little things he wrote in this book were things that the demons tried to point out so that we would learn to despise each other and not to love each other and bear with each other in our weaknesses. But that's what we are called to do. This is what the Lord himself does. The Lord <clears throat> did not come and take on flesh merely to put up with the Jews that surrounded him throughout his earthly life. That wasn't the point of it at all. The point of it was that he came and took our flesh and in our flesh carried our very weaknesses in his body out of his love for us. And because of that love for us, and because of the love we hope we have for him, we should stir up, stir up within us love for one another even in the midst of our weaknesses. It's easy, perhaps, to look at our neighbors and to point out their weaknesses. They're the ones that make strange noises when they sit at the other end of the pew. They're the ones with all the children. They're the ones that always come late and do the things that irritate them. Right? We can do this, but how easily can we turn the lamp around and look at our own lives and see in our lives the shortcomings, the failings, and the weaknesses that require help from the Lord and require the understanding and the help of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Those who are strong ought to bear with those who are weak. The Lord himself does this in our lives. How often do we come to confession and confess before the icon of the Lord our weakness, 
the disease that permeates our soul and our body. How often do we come and say, again, I have fallen. Again, I have done the same thing. As the scripture says, like a dog returning to his vomit, I've done it again. And what do we receive from the Lord but patience and love? He bears with us, brothers and sisters, but not putting up with us with the idea that we will never change, <clears throat> but rather teaching us, nurturing us, so that we who are weak might become strong. And so, brothers and sisters, as we read this scripture today, let us hold back from the temptation to look at others and say, there they are, the weak ones. I guess I have to put up with them. Let us instead see in ourselves the weak ones and seek the love, the patience, the forbearance, and the help of our brothers and sisters in Christ. And of course, realizing always that it is the Lord who works in his body, his holy church, to strengthen us and to make us strong. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to learn more about the Orthodox Christian faith, or about our parish in lovely Sioux Falls, South Dakota, join us online at transfigurationgoc.org. God bless you, and always remember the Lord.